Hey there, and welcome to episode 155 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. Today, we are going to dive into my gym bag because I've realized that I often refer clients to items that I would recommend they have. And a lot of times they might not know where they are or how to get them or does their gym have them? Is there a certain brand? Uh, Is there a certain weight, a, a color for the bands? Like the list goes on and on. So not only is this episode going to be helpful to know what quick tools should you have with you inside your gym bag for whenever you walk into the gym. You can obviously bring that bag into your at-home gym, you know, like it's pretty uh, versatile. Some very small pieces of equipment to make your workouts run easier and smoother. Um, But this is also an episode for me An episode for me to finally get my shit together and have one of those Amazon pages, you know, where like I refer you to something and you buy the shit off the page. I have had people ask me about one for years, like plural years. And every time I'm like, oh yeah, I need to make one. And uh, well, here we are. You guys pushed me to do it. Thank you, episode 155. Go grab your coffee so that you are all hyped and ready to go for your workout. And let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I am your host, Danielle Talley. In this lovely corner of the internet, we will talk about all things movement, from strength training to mobility and yoga. We'll dabble into mindset a little bit. We will most definitely talk about nutrition and, of course, this crazy thing called life. So if any of those topics just made you smile, throw on your headphones, grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. First off, a moment from one of my sponsors. If you are looking to get stronger, you're looking to hit the gym, this episode is something that is intriguing to you, then I'm sure you need some protein. And Shike Protein is the way to go if you are a coffee lover. They are so on brand, a coffee-based protein company. You can use the code TCY to save. They do a great job of coming out with fun and different flavors, I would say pretty regularly, but they're OG ones like the original coffee, the vanilla, the caramel, um, all of those are so, so, so good. So I promise you will not be disappointed if and only if you like coffee. If you don't like coffee, number one, I don't know what's wrong with you. And number two, it might not be your your favorite, right? Might not be your cup of tea. All right. So diving into what the hell is in my gym bag. And I know one thing that you're going to probably think at the end of this is like, holy shit, that's a lot to get into the bag. I think it's appropriate that this follows after my Mary Poppins episode, because my gym bag really does work like a Mary Poppins bag. Um yeah, get yourself a big-ass bag, guys. That's the only thing I can say there. Uh, you want something big to be able to hold a lot of these things. Now, mind you, a lot of them are pretty small. The first one, one of the more important ones, are shoes. Um, depending as to what I am doing for the day, if I'm wearing Vans and I'm going to do just deadlifts, I'm probably not going to change my shoes. But I do keep two different pairs of gym shoes inside my gym bag at all freaking times. 
And here is a good thing about keeping them in your gym bag. It makes you not wear them outside. Uh, It helps you to make sure that you can like easily swap if and when you need. Um, And uh, it, yeah, I mean, think of it like how many times I used to be this person. I would put my gym shoes on and then I would go to get a coffee. I would go to the gym. I'd go to the grocery store. I'd be doing all these things in these shoes. And so I would be outside getting them wet or muddy or sandy. And it just, it's not fun. If you can prevent having your gym shoes on to just inside the gym, uh, I would recommend it. Now, obviously something like your trainers, that is one set of shoes that I have inside the bag. Those will probably get a little dirty, right? You're going to be taking them outside whenever you go for a little 400 meter jog or something. Uh, But you are reducing the amount of time that the shoe is outside. So I do still recommend that you throw it in the gym bag. My favorite training shoe is the Nike Metcon. Um, Fun fact, my husband, I think, has bought every pair that I've owned. Um, They last me a really long time. I like something that's a little bit more to a, like, kind of flat, sturdy bottom. Um, And I think those are really good for that. I do also have a pair of Nobles at home. Um, I really like those for more of just like they're comfortable. I don't really work out in them too much. I'll use those more as like my I'm wearing them with a pair of jeans kind of shoe. Not like I wear jeans that often at all, but you catch my drift. (laughs) So my trainers are Nike Metcons and my lifters they're Adidas. Um, I don't really know much more besides that they're Adidas. Uh, they, they change their names of them a lot. And the best thing that I'll say is that mine look like the white sneaker, like with the two black stripes on it. Um, I just have a pink heel. And in all honesty, I got my lifters as like on Adidas's website around Black Friday, whenever they were the cheapest that they had. Um, If you are not familiar with lifters, those are going to be something that is helpful for you whenever you're doing things like squats and Olympic lifts. So it helps to elevate your heel. It's going to be a very hard bottom. You're not going to do anything that is like jumping and things of that nature with your lifters on. Definitely not a shoe that I would recommend wearing outside. You want to keep these ones inside. They should last you a really freaking long time. Um, because you're, you're not putting high impact on them. Yes, they're holding a lot of weight because they're holding you and, you know, that additional badass squat weight that you have. But uh, they, they're they not taking something like box jumps and double unders and your runs. Like, nope, nope, nope. We're not doing those with your lifters. Moving on to uh, belts. Um, some people spend a fuck ton of money with belts. And if you're going to learn one thing about me in this episode, it's that I try to find something that's good and cheap. (laughs) We do not waste money around here. Uh, So the belt that I use is pro fitness weightlifting. Um, I use the female one. uh, And the primary reason for the female one, by the way, is just it's smaller. um, uh, So I don't have so much of like a double loop of fabric. It's also shorter from like my rib to hip range. So it just fits my body better. Um, It runs $24.99. There are some belts that are going to be well over 50, 60, 70 bucks. I personally recommend sticking with something that is more to the Velcro rather than the one that is the actual like metal buckle. The metal buckle is going to be bulkier, thicker. I have seen one time where somebody dropped a bar, got stuck on the buckle, like 
terrifying. I hope I don't scare you as I say that. Um, I, I think that the Velcro is just, uh, um, it, it's smaller. If you are, your arms are getting close to the belt, it's not like it's sticking out of the way or anything. Uh, so again, I use Pro Fitness Weightlifting Belt, and on Amazon it was $24.99. Whenever I say the word bands, there are a lot of different kinds of bands. And I actually have two different ideas or two different types in my gym bag. One is bands that are going to say for pull-ups. Like, please do me a favor and just Google on Amazon, like, resistance bands. And you're going to be blown away as to how many freaking resistance bands there are. Here are the two that I recommend for you to have inside your gym bag. One is the one where it is just a big circle, like very big. And that's why I recommend typing in something that says resistance bands for pull-ups. So it's a very easy band for you to loop onto a rig, put your foot in, and it will support you. It will give you that extra resistance, that extra oomph as you are working on getting your pull-ups. Um, I also like that whenever you buy, my bag that I bought was $14.99. So cheap. Um, I use it for so many different things. I use that for banded pull-aparts. I use it for YTWs. Um, I don't really do too many banded pull-ups right now, but um, uh, they have so many different options inside your bag. So for mine being $14.99, I had four different color options going from like a very light resistance to a hard. And you can literally combine all four if you need in order to help you get through the pull-up range of motion. So I highly recommend getting one that isn't a full loop. You'll see some that are just a straight line, like they don't connect at all. You're going to want one that makes a big old circle or oval-like shape. It's also going to be a little bit thicker, which I personally enjoy, depending as to what kind of movements that we're doing. Last thing that I'll say that I'm uh, happy with uh, with this product is that it also makes it easier if you're doing anything that is rotational work. I think it's a lot easier to tie. If you're looking at a straight line, you're having to physically tie a knot. And with the circle, you know, you can just kind of do, my husband would probably be mad at me that I don't know the name of the knot, but you do the little loop, the little loop. That's all I'm going to call it. <laughs> the next band that I have uh, is a singular one. So the other one was the pack of four. And again, search something that's like resistance bands for pull-ups or peep the show notes. I should have my shit together and you should be able to shop on Amazon. Uh, the other one is a hip circle band, also sometimes called a slingshot band. I use this piece of equipment 99% of the time as a tool to warm up my hips. Whenever I'm getting ready to squat a shit ton of weight, I do little like side extensions, uh, forward walk, side walks, back walks, squats with the band, squat down and then try to move my knees out to the sides. So it's going to be this thicker kind of a fabricy band that a lot of times you will put right above your knee going into clamshell like work with it as well can be helpful sometimes you can use it to get more into like a serratus wall slide um and uh but you, you can probably get away with using other bands in that regard if you need to uh however it's 20 dollars, and i use this thing multiple times a week it is also a piece of equipment that you will probably have difficulties finding in the gym. I don't know why more of them don't exist, but they don't. Um, so I, I recommend grabbing one, throw it in your gym bag. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. All right, moving on to the next item in the old gym bag is my jump rope. Take it from somebody that did not buy a jump rope for years 
years, I would just use whatever old jump rope I can find. And I always sucked at jump roping. <laughs> now, I'm still not the best uh, whenever I say jump roping. I mean, double unders in particular. I am way better than what I used to be. But it's definitely still a struggle area for me. And having your own band, having one that is the right weight and the height, uh, it it's game changer. It makes your workouts way more accessible. Uh, I use RPM. RPM is going to range anywhere from $50 to $75. And I know for a jump rope, you're probably like, what the fuck? Uh, but I've had this same one now for, I don't know, I guess like four years, five years or so. And uh, it's it's doing well. Um, we're still holding steady. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Uh, I've, I drop it. I've thrown it. And it still does a really good job. Um, even just like you're not going to get as many kinks in the rope. Um, you can adjust it to your height in a way better fashion than having to like tie a knot how you do on some of the plasticky ones. So I really do recommend RPM. Um, yeah, take it as you will. If, uh, if you're down to want to become more proficient with your jump rope, then I highly recommend it. If you don't give a fuck and you just want to throw your jump rope around during your workout, then uh, continue on with whatever you are doing. Going on to the next piece of equipment is a 2.5 pound plate. Now, earlier today, I told you that I was only going to show you that I like to save money. And then you heard that jump rope price and you were like, homegirl is tripping. Well, my 2.5 pound plate is $7.99 on Amazon. If you do a straight Google search of it, it's probably going to be upwards of 20. And a lot of times they give you multiple plates or it's some fancy name brand. Uh, mine is a is a cheap piece of metal. Um, I uh, The main point of focus that I had was I wanted to make sure it can fit onto a barbell. Some of them are like a really tiny circle and doesn't necessarily do anything besides some accessory work uh, assistance. So 2.5 pound plate, totally recommend it. Rather, if you are a lifter or not, this is a great tool for you to use in different warm-up exercises, different mobility techniques, where I don't care how strong you are, I would still recommend that you're in something that's a very low rep scheme, like 10 pounds or less. I do a lot of mobility work with my 2.5 pound plates. And um, the main reason why I have them in my gym bag is because it's the least common plate that you're going to find. You'll find a good chunk of fives and tens, but 2.5s are harder to come by. And nothing is more annoying than you're going through your workout, check, 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 you're moving on a nice good groove, and then you're just searching around for plates. And then you're like, do I go up in weight? Do I go down in weight? Do I do this? Do I do that? Or you're at a very hard lift, like a strict press. And if you've never done one before, I promise you that additional five pounds in total, two and a half on each side, that makes a big fat difference. So highly recommend $7.99, totally worth every damn penny. My next piece of equipment is something that I actually don't use as much right now, but I just haven't really been moving through as much of kipping work, uh, meaning any form of like a pull-up or a bar muscle-up. It's just not been something that I've been doing that much of recently. If I do do kipping pull-ups, um, they've been at a lower scheme, rep scheme, and I just haven't needed this equipment that much. 
but I do still have it in my bag, which are grips. I use Bear Complex. They're not the cheapest. They run around $45. I have used other grips before. I really don't remember the name. I want to say that it was maybe $20 to $30 on Amazon. And uh, they ended up tearing pretty quickly, where my Bear Complex I've had for years and they work perfectly fine. So I view that as a better investment, if you will. A grip is simply something where it will loop around your wrist and then it acts like this little cushion or pad for your hands. So whenever you're doing a lot of work on something like a bar, um, for toes to bar, pull-ups, things like that, knee raises, um, uh, it could be helpful. I don't recommend using it just to help your grip. Sorry, not sorry. Some people uh, beg to differ. And what I mean by that is if you are working through something like a cash out of hanging knee raises and I tell you to do a three by 20 it's a lot of reps each round you got to do 20 hanging knee raises I would hate me if I programmed that but I uh, some people say like oh well, I put the grips on so that my so I could hold on longer no my goal right now is partially your grip strength if I'm programming you a set of 20 so let's work through your full grip strength and not get something that's just a grip uh um, supporter, if you will. I like to think of it as my, I use my grips whenever I'm preventing ripping on my hand. And what I mean by that is physically your hand rips because you're rubbing your hand on that metal um, uh, time after time after time. So it gives it cushion to prevent that. That's just a personal preference. Take it as you will. Uh, my other three pieces of equipment are body spray, extra hair tie, and extra socks. Extra socks. Take that from someone who's fucked that up one too many times. Have an extra pair of socks in your gym bag and thank me later. Some other things that people might have that I just do not use would be uh, straps. So like additional straps that you might use for uh, if you're lifting a crazy heavy ton of weight. Um, maybe some form of a strap for your wrist to give it extra support. Also, knee sleeves, I just, uh, I don't need them. I've never used them. It's not for me. Um, but if they are for you, get them, put them in your bag. Don't make the reason why you are not doing the workout because you couldn't find the knee sleeves. Like if you're sharing, you know, you're using the community knee sleeves in the gym, which first off, ew, those shits get really sweaty. But second, I hope what I'm saying makes sense. And that's kind of my point of this whole episode is, I don't want you to not do a workout because you're like, well, I couldn't find the two and a half pound plates, so I couldn't do the workout. No, take that excuse out of the equation. Pay fucking $7.99 and get the two and a half pound plates in your gym bag, please. The only other thing that I would recommend, at least that I can think of right now, uh, that I don't have would be clips. So the clips that go um, to keep the plates in check on your barbell, um, I just don't have any I need some because <laughs> at least the gym I'm going to right now some of the clips are just so 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 worn out that they don't even hold the weight that well so that is something that I need I just haven't bought it keeps slipping my mind um uh and there are metal ones they're plastic ones I quite frankly think you should use the ones that are easiest for you to take on and off the barbell so if you're in the gym and you see both, maybe give them both a try, see which ones your little paws like better, and then order from there if you feel like that's something that you need. So just to wrap up, we got two different pairs of shoes, um, a weightlifting belt, 
bands, one for pull-ups, one for hip circle, jump rope, you're going to spend the most amount of money there, two and a half pound plates, I would think that that's a very important one, a very smart one to have, your grips, body spray, socks, hair tie, maybe some straps and knee sleeves, and uh, potentially some clips to put at the end of the barbell. Maybe I told you all this and you're like, holy shit, what could I even use these items for? I don't even understand how I would use a hip circle band. How do I use a, what's a banded pull-up? How do I do those things? That is what TCY is here for. I work with clients that are new to the gym. I've worked with clients that have been working out regularly for a decade. Like the, the list goes on and on. TCY is where I write out your programming from warm-up to demo videos of the workout you are doing. You get all of that information available via an app called True Coach. I like to think of it like I take the guesswork out for you. I write it down. You go into the gym. You do the thing. It makes your process way quicker, uh, way smarter, and a way for us to build what I like to call mindful strength gains. So if you're interested, peep the show notes, send me a message on Instagram. I would love to chat more or answer any questions that you have. Thank you so much for tuning in. I think there's a lot of good information in this episode. So do me a hot favor, take a screenshot, share it to your bestie, share it on your Instagram story, whatever the heck makes you smile right now. And thank you again for listening. Until next Tuesday, my lovelies, namaste and slay boothing. Thank you.